Welcome back to our Dear Priscilla series on the Ponderings from the Perch podcast. I am Ashley LeBlanc. I'm the executive director here at Little Bird Marketing. And of course, I am joined by Priscilla McKinney, our Mama Bird CEO of Little Bird. And I have a brand new question for you today, Priscilla. (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) Yeah, of course. And let me just say, if this is your first time tuning into this series, that's okay, because we're we're only one question in, but this series was developed based off of some of the questions that you get or you were getting when we were at in-person events or even uh, in your LinkedIn inbox. So these are things that maybe people were pulling you to the side, slightly embarrassed about, or kind of those universally pondered marketing questions that people are afraid to ask out loud because they may, they assume everyone knows the answer, but the truth is everyone's asking the same questions. (laughs) Yes, this just did. Everybody is clueless. (laughs) Exactly. So before we jump in with this, today's question, I want to say, if you do have a question for us, we would love to add it to our series. Just send us an email at podcast at littlebirdmarketing.com and I will make sure that uh, Priscilla answers it at some point in our series. Um, so this week's question is a big one. It's It contains a pretty big buzzword in terms of social selling. So Priscilla, if you're ready, we can dive in. Are you ready? Yeah, this is, I, I live for this. This is, this is what I eat for breakfast, Ashley. <laughs> True. True story. All right. Here we go. Dear Priscilla, I keep seeing you and others talk about their LinkedIn SSI score. I understand that it's some sort of grade um, of your social selling capabilities, but I'm not sure where to find it and why it matters. So please tell me WTF is an SSI score and how do I find mine? I love this question. (laughs) Um, I actually love the SSI score. So let me tell you what it's about. And then I can also tell people how to find one. In fact, I'm going to let Ashley tell you how to find one because she can give you the link. But first of all, I'd like to say that I know that people hear a lot of us talking about it online and throwing a score around. And you got to say, some of it is just because we kind of talk smack at each other. Mm. (laughs) Because I have to say at the beginning, the score, in a lot of ways, it really doesn't matter. And let me tell you what I mean by that. What I mean by that is that really, in my personal opinion, once you hit 70 as a score, maybe 75, I don't think the score matters at all anymore. The SSI is just a social selling index. So it is the measure of how strong LinkedIn thinks your personal brand on LinkedIn is. Okay, so this this already comes from the actual company that owns of platform. So of course they're going to gauge the score of how you use the platform based on how they want you to use the platform. Hmm. And I always remind people before you jump on a social media channel, make sure you know where you're going, right? I I kind of back it up by saying I quiz audiences all the time, "Hey, who loves Uber? Who loves Lyft?" If I'm in London, I'll say, "Who loves a black cab?" 
And they are like, oh, everybody has their preference, right? That's the same thing as saying, who loves Twitter? Who loves LinkedIn? Who loves Facebook? It doesn't matter. Those are preferences. But who gets in a Lyft, at Uber, or a black cab and says to the driver, hey, you know what? Just take me anywhere you want to go. No one. No one. And the crowd just kind of pauses and they're like, well, that's dumb. And I'm thinking, yeah, but that's what you do when you jump on Twitter, you jump on LinkedIn, you jump on Facebook without really knowing what you're doing. And so kind of by background story, let's talk about the SSI score. So social selling index, like I said, is that measure. And so it is breaking it down into four different things that it, it uses to constitute how well you're doing. And it is updated daily. And this probably would be a good pause to ask Ashley to give you the link of where you can find some more information about it and a little bit of a kind of a hand-holding walkthrough along with how you get to your score. So Ashley, yep. what's the link? So the link is bit.ly slash LBM dash SSI. And that, if you click, if you go to that URL, that is where, like Priscilla said, you're going to find how to get your SSI score and it will give you a few more um, tips and some really cool stats too. Yeah, it's really good. So the good news is, is that you do want a high social selling, selling score because LinkedIn knows that 45% more opportunities come your way than people who have a low SSI score, right? And this is an interesting stat they put out also. Social selling leaders are 51% more likely to reach their sales quota when they have a good SSI score. And 78% of social sellers outsell peers who don't use social media. So at that point, who cares what the score is? If you're not using social media, what are you doing? Because that's how we're all living and breathing. That's how we're working, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's really good about it. It's like, what is it doing? What is it telling us, right? Um, And I like to remind people that if you are out there looking to prospect, then one fourth of it, which is about prospecting and growing your network, that's the piece that you should be paying attention to. Is that growing? If you're out there and you're trying to um, and you're trying to, you know, just comment or build your 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 profile, build your personal brand, and bring people to see your profile, well, then your profile piece should be growing, right? So there's pieces of it that you can look at that are helpful. But the reason why I don't believe it's helpful at a certain point is because of what I mentioned about the cab situation. You have to know why you're going out there, right? And so once you hit past 70 or 75, then make sure that you're looking at maybe a few other scores and color other pieces of insight that LinkedIn offers you. And one really great place for that is right on your profile. There's an area on there that they call the dashboard. And then that dashboard, it gives you kind of like a last 90-day snapshot of what's going on. It tells you how many people have looked at your profile, how many people have looked at your posts, and how many times you, your profile, has come up in searches. And so after you get past 75, then I think that's the place you should be looking. Yeah. Now, why is it good? I love that little dashboard. Oh, it's it's really great because it actually gives you a really day-to-day feedback of how well you're doing. And, and, and really, it's not really just about how you're doing. That dashboard tells you if people care what you're doing. Yeah, that's that's the point right there. So the reason why it is really good and why I really think you need one, especially if you're starting out or if you feel like, gosh, I'm not really getting 
enough out of LinkedIn and it's not worth it is not only because it'll give you the direction in the four different directions that I mentioned, but it also gives you encouragement. And to be really honest, I've worked with people starting at the very bottom, somebody starting very high up, and both of them need encouragement. This is just using brain science to understand how we work. If I go out there and I spend two weeks doing the things that Priscilla told me to do on LinkedIn and I see no traction, I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep those habits. I'm not going to make those behaviors, my daily behaviors. And so it is incredibly helpful. I was just working with a gal this morning whose score is 29 Hmm. and this is where she's starting. And I I told her, absolutely. This is going to be so important for you. I want you to look at this every week. But then I worked with the, on the same day this morning, I had somebody else on who is at the 75, literally the exact number 75. And I just told him, I said, don't even, don't even come back to the social selling index. You're fine. Go look over here on the dashboard because then we're in a completely different set of things. Now I got to tell you, people always ask me, how do I improve my SSI score? <laughs> Yeah. And this is something I want you to touch on because it's so interesting. Your, your tips for this, I believe are different than what you could find online. If you Googled the same thing, because I'm going to go ahead and brag on you a little bit. I feel like you do a great job at disassociating the kind of sliminess of sales (laughs) because honestly, social selling or selling on LinkedIn, whatever it may be, can be a trigger word for people. Mm-hmm. Because when you hear that, you're thinking, oh my gosh, if I get another in-mail message that sounds like it's copy and pasted or like <laughs> doesn't even use my first name, you can clearly tell it was a mass message that was sent out. Or I don't know this person. They're not mentioning how we're connected. If I get another one of those messages, like I'm going to pull every single strand of hair out. Like that, <laughs> like that for me personally is a trigger word, but you're... I, I'm, I'm excited for you to share some of these things with our audience because these, these tips and, and this little group of advice, I think is different than what you can find because it's genuine. And mm-hmm. I feel like you do a great job at putting the social back in social selling. <laughs> it's not, it's not about go out there and see if you can send, you know, a hundred messages a day. It's how can you be helpful and how can you connect um, with your network in a way that is meaningful? Because that's the only way that you're going to nurture meaningful relationships, which will lead Mm -hmm. meaningful sales. And that's something that you say all the time. So anyway, I'll back off now and I'll let you continue (laughs) uh, with the ways that people can improve. It's interesting that you started this whole thing by saying how much you hate the creepy inbox messages. And I've got to say, really improving your SSI score, doing what I think you should be doing on LinkedIn means getting the hell out of the LinkedIn mailbox. Hmm. I'm not saying it's not a tool that can be used, but people come to this connect. First of all, they connect it as if like they're connecting and collecting connections, like as if someday there's going to be a trade-in value or something. You know, it's like, it's not a game of connecting as many people as you possibly can. That's not what the game is. Right. And so they do that really heavily. And then they run right over to in mailbox and let me send you something and let me send you this. And let me tell you how we do this in three installments. And it's just like, Oh my God, please make it stop. And my real approach to digital transformation is to say, get out of the LinkedIn mailbox, get away from there. 
because that is, that is just a, that's a lazy way to try and connect with someone. So I guess the biggest tip I have, uh, oh, and you know, I, I used a good example, but unfortunately I used this with a friend of mine in the UK this morning and I told him about Red Rover, Red Rover. And then, and then I had to explain the game because he's from the UK <laughs> and he didn't play his. And I was like, well, Priscilla, you should really think about, you know, culturally relevant examples that you give. But anyway, but he was, it really enjoyed learning about Red Rover, Red Rover, right? So you have kids on two sides and they, they actually call the other person over to try and get them to join their party, right? So they get to keep them, they can't break through, you know, and this idea of like, people go to LinkedIn and they say, Red Rover, Red Rover, send so-and-so right over. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's how kids act, right? That's when we're trying to collect people. But if as adults, we go in in networking and in business, what we do is we walk into a networking group and we don't stand in the corner and shout, hey, you come over here, play with me over here. No, (laughs) we walk in, we walk up to the person, we shake their hand and we ask them a question about themselves. And so I say you have to look at LinkedIn. I've always talked about LinkedIn as a cocktail party. Be a good cocktail party guest. Go over to where someone else is already talking. Maybe they're already having a conversation. Introduce yourself. Make it relevant. Also be a good listener. Shake hands, but then just be patient. And don't regurgitate your features and freaking benefits of what you sell. please stop it. And so, so the tip that where it, that's a great mindset shift, right? Get out of LinkedIn mailbox. But what, so you're like, okay, great. So what, what does that mean? Well, what it means is instead of living over there, go live in the feed. If you want to reach, you know, um, Myra Gupta at this company, well then go search for Myra Gupta and don't just send her a LinkedIn message. Go to her account, to her profile, and then actually click over and see her posts. And what she's telling you is, these are the things I'm interested in, Priscilla. And I go, oh, well, that's interesting. I'm interested in that also. Or I didn't know about that. Tell me more. Right. And so this is a cocktail party conversation that we're having. And now we're actually having a conversation. She's not receiving a piece of sales, you know, um, solicitation from me. Yeah. And that is a massive, massive, massive difference. Yeah. That is a huge shift. And something that's, that's really interesting there too, is not only can you interact with her, but if you found that information that she's sharing valuable tag, uh, tag someone else and introduce them to the content. And I think that's another way too, that you can, um, just have that, uh, that attitude of being helpful, um, which in the end is going to be the thing that helps you close the sale. <laughs> if someone right. thinks that you're genuine, which you are, and right. you're genuinely trying to help them also make a connection. It's interesting you say that because your friend and mine, Tim Hughes, who is a major social media influencer, is really apt to write Ista Toy. And the first time I saw that, I was like, what what are you doing? (laughs) Right. So it's I-S-T-A-T-O-Y. And so he would write, it's the toy, Priscilla. And I'm like, what? And so I (laughs) wrote to him. He's like, oh, it's I saw this and thought of you. And I'm like, oh, I got it. It's the toy. So sometimes I'm like, I used to toy you. I'm like, 
I saw this and I thought of you. And you add someone to the conversation, just like what you're talking about. It's like I talked with Andy Foote, who's another big social uh, influencer. And we were talking about this idea of being at a cocktail party. He goes, every time I'm at a cocktail party, we're in, there's two of us or there's three of us. And inevitably there'll be someone kind of floating out the peripheral kind of creeper, you know, and you can call him a creeper or you could turn around and be like, hey, join the conversation. And you, you physically make room, you turn your body so you can include someone else in the conversation. That's what you can do on LinkedIn. And it will affect your SSI score because guess what? It's real conversation. So adding people by tagging them or istatoying them, however you want to do it, um, you know, it needs to be genuine. And it's something where you it, you spend then the time to get to know people. But the other piece that's really missed that you won't hear in most uh, LinkedIn tips and tricks kind of thing is when you are out there commenting on someone else's work, let's say you read something like that is interesting, but I really wanted to kind of back to the example, I really want to do business with Myra Gupta. So I'm trying to kind of get in her circle and get noticed and get seen. Okay, great. That's, there's no problem with that. But also if while I'm talking to people, in that thread, I notice that there's two or three people who are second connection to me. That's a huge red flag to me. Why are they a second connection? We're in the same circle talking. So immediately I can go to their profile and connect with them and say, hey, I really enjoyed our conversation on Myra's feed. I'd love to connect with you. That's much better than you showed up in my recommended LinkedIn partners. I would like to connect. Or sending a connection with no note at all. And then they're like, who is this person? (laughs) Who is this? I mean, literally, if I I just talk with you online, I can literally, it's the only time I can get away with just sending you a quick connection and not saying something. Other than that, you need to say something because do you seriously walk up to someone, put your hand in theirs to shake it and literally say nothing? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Otherwise you're a weirdo. (laughs) So quit being a weirdo on mine. (laughs) That is our 2020 slogan. (laughs) Quit being a weirdo on mine. (laughs) Let's figure out the acronym. (laughs) Um, It's (laughs) Q-V-A-W-O. Okay, there's a couple other things just really quickly that you can do to improve your SSI score. And this is one I try and tell people to do all the time. Publish content regularly. You need to do posts, articles. Articles have had a really problematic time over the course of the last year. I think LinkedIn's bringing them back. I don't have time to talk about it in this podcast, but posts for sure. If you can't get to articles, make sure you're doing posts. Make them short, make them long. Make them, and people say, what, what's ideal? No, write until you're boring. <laughs> write, write relevant stuff. Just don't write, you know, just don't write for the sake of writing. But it doesn't have to be so short or so long or anything like that. Just make it relevant. So obviously, the the first one, the first and foremost is complete your profile. Please don't connect with me if you haven't even bothered to put a picture up. If you haven't bothered to put a picture on your profile, I cannot be bothered to connect with you. I mean... That's like putting a bag over, I'll go back to my cocktail party analogy. That's like putting a brown bag over your face, walking in the room and expecting someone to say hello to you. Or not updating your information either. Because I feel like I run into that all the time where maybe, maybe Mm -hmm. they have a picture, but maybe it's from 20 years ago, or maybe (laughs) it's even, I look at their headline or I look at their summary uh, where there's a little bit more information and I can, I can instantly tell they probably haven't updated 
since they set up their LinkedIn profile. And I can tell that they're using the headline that LinkedIn automatically generated for them because it's full of meaningless words (laughs) that are just linked (laughs) together. So it slightly resembles a sentence, but it's not Mm -hmm. actually anything that makes sense. Right, right. No, that's, that's, that's totally crazy. The other thing I'll say that it does not get much traction on, um, on any tips or tricks kind of thing is if you go to the top and you hit network, it kind of gives you a sidebar that says how many connections you have, how many people you follow, how many pages, follow, how many hashtags follow, like it has that, that, that little thing. And what I find over there, the reason why I help people look through that and understand it is if they're not following people that number one, they're really at like companies they're really after that are on their wish list. If they're not following influencers, if they're not following things they enjoy, if they're not following hashtags that are in their purview or in their industry, what that's doing is it's not training your LinkedIn feed, which means that then your LinkedIn feed is kind of nonsense. And that's the, when people come to me and be like, yeah, but LinkedIn's just full of junk. And I think not my feed. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe your feed is because you haven't trained it. I mean, good Lord, it's just a machine. You have to train it how to tell, provide for you the information that you want. It's curation. And so you have to interact. You have to like certain things that you really do like so that it brings you more of it. But you also have to go in your profile and tell it essentially what it is you want to see more of and who you want to see more of. And that's the kind of place that will bring you. I mean, you really should be following at least 300 people or companies that you have a genuine interest in because lo and behold, you won't be thinking about it. But sure enough, Myra Gupta will post something that I wasn't aware of. And if I had decided earlier to follow her, I would be told that in my feed because my feed was saying, oh, you thought this was relevant. And that absolutely affects your SSI score because the more relevant your feed becomes to you, the more engaged you're going to be and the more you're going to enjoy yourself out on LinkedIn. And that enjoyment shows up in the activity that you do. Man, these tips have been so, so beneficial. I feel like I hear you talk about them all the time, but every time you speak about them in a new way, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to try that today. Um, Ashley, that's because I say it differently every time. Yeah, which is the best, which honestly is the best. Um, and I will, I will kind of give one, one last tip from me. Um, I like, Because you give so much advice, it's really easy to hear all of this and say, oh my gosh, I do, I don't have time to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't have time. Like, it's not, I I have other (laughs) responsibilities. Mm -hmm. How am I supposed to spend all this time on LinkedIn every day? And I don't think that people realize it can start so small. And it's all about setting that daily timer, whether, whether you can find 10 minutes in your morning schedule or 30 minutes, really in, in between 10 to 30 minutes is a great time frame. but setting your timer and saying, okay, I'm going to spend 10 to 30 minutes on LinkedIn this morning, interacting with people, maybe following new people, making new connections, and then trying to get one post up. Like that is a great way to fill your time. But I come back all the time. Marketing is not one action. It's a thousand little actions. So please, and please quit like perseverating over one post. Just post it. Maybe it's imperfect. Maybe you have a typo. I don't, you know, it's not the end of the world. Nothing blows up when you hit post. So get over yourself a little bit, get out there, be genuine and do your very best to make it the kind of world that you want to live in. And I guarantee you that will make your SSI score go up. 
That's great. And I want to give the link one more time. If you don't know how to find your SSI score, uh, you can find it at bit.ly slash LBM SSI. So visit that URL to find your SSI score. And when you do, maybe you want to post it and tag us. We would absolutely mm-hmm. love that um, because yeah. it's kind of fun. It's, it's kind of yeah, like a it, game. <laughs> I promise you, if it's a 29, I'll just give you some helpful tips. And I'll also, I'll do something really nice for you because you're being very vulnerable and real. Yeah. And I'll introduce you to somebody. There we go. But, you know, that's really what the name of the game is, is understanding what the score is and what it isn't. Yeah. And for more tips on LinkedIn, please visit our blog. Our blog has a ton of great content um, and we actually have some free resources as well. If you visit um, our resource page on our website, which is just littlebirdmarketing.com slash resources, you'll see some great tips for LinkedIn and other social media platforms. So visit both of those. Um, And don't forget, if you have a question for our Dear Priscilla series, send it to us in an email at podcast at littlebird marketing.com. I am really anxiously awaiting your question. (laughs) So from all of the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.